But going back to what we said, uh, we would start the show off with, and that is uh, the biggest local news. The Memphis Grizzlies were uh, active, technically, in, in acquiring Luke Kennard. Luke Kennard, about a 45, uh, 44 plus something uh, percent three-point shooter, uh, shoots in volume, averages about eight points a game. Um, one of those guys who seems like he always kind of kills you whenever you're playing against him. Um, can't remember. I haven't done any homework. I know who he is. I'm not sure of his age or how many years he's been in the league. Seems like he's been in the league maybe five, six years, maybe like around yeah. the same year Dylan came in. 26 years old. This is yeah. his sixth season. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. My, my time was better than I thought. Um, I was, if you guys follow me on Twitter, which I'm sure is one of the reasons why you listen to this show. Um, I was having fun today, man. I was really going in, let my true feelings out. Um, I don't, um, I'm not, I'm not going to say that I was, I'm not going to say that this is the best outcome of today, but let me clarify some things. I wanted the Grizzlies to do anything, like literally anything, something. Don't just, I did not want them to just be like, okay, we're fine as we are. We're just going to build. We just need to get healthy. We're just going to stick to the development plan with our young guys. And they saw they. I wanted them to look at some of their weaknesses and address the issue, mm-hmm. and I believe they did. You, your shooting is a problem. Your shooting has been atrocious. Atrocious. You're one of the worst shooters and shooting teams in the NBA. You got a guy in Luke Kennard who can definitely shoot the ball if he can't do anything else. With him and Desmond Bain, you have two of the top ten shooters in the league. Two of the top six shooters in them being five and six, I believe, as far as three point percentages are concerned. In an offense that is set up to get guys open shots, we just don't have the guys that can take those shots. Right. Um, that's definitely something I think is a positive for me. Uh, as I hand the mic to you, Jason Smith, to get your thoughts on Luke Kennard, would you say that he is a uh, that he is John Conchar on steroids? He's what they, he's what they wanted John Conchar to be uh, when they uh, let the Anthony Melton go and ask John Conchar to do more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I think, I think it really feels like for sure. 100, and I I loved your uh, I loved what you your post on Twitter that, that from Juice man where where uh, <laughs> Omar Epps is closing the locker and Tupac is right there and that's how it's gonna be for that's how it's gonna be for Conchar for Jitty now. Oh man, John Conchar, the Jitty trade is ended. They're like, all right, man, let me go get a real what we thought you could. Be. I mean, and they, they have given him every let me opportunity. Just go to real, the real version of you. Yep, they have given Conchar opportunity. To be that and oh, to yeah, be down, down, uh, down, down, down on the on the wing, and he has not done it. So, no, I'm saying I, I'm with you. Like if you know, if there was a Bridges trade to be had, clearly there wasn't. He wasn't moved, stuck to keeping him. Then, mm-hmm. then I'd have been all in for that. But considering, you know, the, uh, even Toronto turns out to be buyers rather than sellers. So yeah, yeah. OG doesn't go anywhere. When you consider all that, and what would have really moved the needle in terms of. Mm-hmm making the Grizzlies more of a contender in a West that's better. I just, I, I don't know that there was a, a, a an all in quotes around yeah. all in move to make right now. I think Kennard, like you said, addresses a need right now. You're 24th in the league in three point shooting. It's been an issue. Especially right now. It doesn't seem like any of your wings can knock down shots. That's what this guy does. And, yeah. and, and again, you know, in some situations, including with the Clippers, he's been asked to do more to be a secondary playmaker you know, backup point guard at times, mm-hmm. and, and he hasn't shown that. The Grizzlies ain't going to ask that of him. They don't yeah. need it from him. But they the need him to knock down Tobias and from Ja. Yeah. The fact that he can do that a little bit will be – that's dope for sure. Now, does he play any defense? No. 
And no. so that, that, you know, that's going to be an issue. You're going to make sure that in terms of the combinations you're playing him with, you're going to have to take that into account. But what I like is you got, what do you got after this one? I think one is a team option. And so you got a little bit of a, you, you like the contract. And again, if it goes well, maybe he's a part of the, you know, at least going forward for the next year or two. And you've just a, a need for now. So uh, I, I know I realize a lot of people were frustrated. The Grizzlies didn't do more. Uh, I think they were here and they were smart to be to be prudent today. Yeah, um, I've been screaming from the rooftops for them, to, for them to do something to address some issues to make it where Danny Green and Zaire Williams are not your best options off your bench. And I think you got a guy who's better than both of those guys, uh, a guy who's older but not old, still a very young guy. Um, right. You know, like I think, he, I think he's the same age as Dylan Brooks, I believe. Uh, we will talk about Dylan Brooks still being on this roster and what that can possibly look like as well. But um, I, I like it, man. I'm not mad at it at all. And and I've seen people on social media, whether it be Facebook or Twitter, they're saying this and they're saying that. You can't be mad about a guy who's still on his team. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you can't get mad about OG Ananobi if he's still playing for Toronto, like you said. Uh, right. Um, Gary Trent Jr. still plays for Toronto. Um, there is one deal that kind of ticked me off. Uh, and I know you think it's about to be Cam Reddish, but it's not, <laughs> not Cam Reddish. The, <laughs> Malik Beasley being moved to the Lakers yeah. for what seems like kind of like almost like a throw in because that one first round pick that the Lakers came off of being added to Russell Westbrook got you Malik Beasley and Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt and D'Lo really you know what I mean so I'm like damn you know what I mean like you like you didn't get two picks because because the whole year it was like um Miles Turner and um how was his name? The shooter from uh, the shooter in Indiana that came from Sacramento, Buddy Hill. It was Miles Turner and Buddy Hill for you know uh, Russ and you know those two first round pick future first, and they just gave up one future first and they got all that back. I was like, crap, man! I'm like, man, you mean the Lakers? I mean, the Grizzlies couldn't have stuck their head in and and got Beasley. Like that's the only deal that's really made me upset at all. I would like to get Cam Reddish too, just to have a guy you can kind of develop and that. For a playoff push, but I'd rather, I'd rather use my time to you know develop someone like a Cam Reddish than some of the guys who develop. Uh, I was having fun on Twitter today, interacting with people. Um, you know, I got to put on a show, man. Like once I see people got, once I say I got people attention, I'm just gonna start. Well, I yeah. think folks thought you gonna blow your lid. So yeah, so man, I, I was losing your lid. And we would have done nothing at all. This would have been a totally different podcast. But the fact mm -hmm. that they went and got a guy that I know can if nothing else, he can knock down shots. Right. I'm, I'm totally down with. And here's here's the thing, man. And, and let me let me kind of slow it down a little bit too. The Grizzlies are in a place where there's been a lot about like all talk about stuff like all in and all those type of things and championship or bust. We I, I it's kind of a fine line to speak, man, because I, I don't I'm not the person who's gonna sit here and say. We are, um, you know, we're ahead of schedule. And, you know, I, that kind of talk bothers me because I do feel like even with all the events that happened today, there is a scenario where the Grizzlies could be a team that's lifting the trophy at the end of the season. This team is talented enough to still compete with everybody in the West. But I don't think we're like the team where you got to make moves to, well, if Phoenix goes against Kevin Durant, we got to go get Devin Durant. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I don't think I don't think that's where we are. All I ask them to do is put out the best version of your roster as, as you can, based on what you have, and just stay competitive. Stay stay in the hunt. I look at everything like what Boston is what Boston did. 
Boston, when they gave LeBron's Cleveland team everything they had, they continued to build. They went out and tried to get Kyrie Irving. It didn't work. And they tried to do other things. It didn't work. And it came back to that young foundation they had of homegrown guys. Correct. And, and, and that's what I want the Grizzlies to be. Stay a team. Be a team that's constantly in the hunt to make the conference finals every year. Constantly in the hunt to make the NBA finals. And I don't – even though teams like Phoenix have done what they did and the Lakers or Mavs or whatever, which I don't take either one of those two teams serious. Phoenix, what Phoenix did is for real. That Okay, that shook me up. Like, oh, shit, Kevin Durant plays for the Suns now. But stay in the hunt, man. Stay relevant. That's all I'm asking them to do for the next three, four, five years. Why you have this window of these guys, John Morant, Desmond Bain, Jaron Jackson Jr., being super young players – Keep something around those guys where you're a competitive team and everybody's not lapping you. That's all I ask for them to do. I'm not asking them to go make this move to make some champions, but I that's why I do like the Kanara move because it's a guy that, like you said, one of the better shooters in the league. He's you're gonna you got him for two more years. And if you need to move him, he's a much more valuable piece than moving a Danny Green or something like that. Or you know, whatever you're talking about doing your Zaya Williams deals or whatever. Because I'll just be honest with you, man. One of the reasons why guys like OG Ananobi aren't on this team is because you really don't have the assets to get a guy like that. You've got future first-round picks. New Orleans did, too. I think New Orleans probably didn't want to come off some of their key wings. But we don't really have anybody in that movable contract range that's a guy that really appeals to another team. You don't have those young assets. You're not going to move Santi. Zaire probably doesn't have the appeal that you would want him to have. And OG, and you probably didn't want to come off that. I think that Memphis probably was – Interested in moving two picks for OG, but I think Toronto probably stood firm on that on that third pick, or we'll just keep him type thing. So um, I'm not mad. Uh, I know everyone thought I was gonna blow my top, but uh, I'm fine with the Luke Kennard pick. It, I think it keeps you relevant, and it, it definitely improved on a on an area of weakness for sure. I just want to add to what you said because I I heard a little bit too much, or at least something that got under my skin today about how the Grizzlies' window could close just as quickly as it's nah, over. Nah, I think that young. narrative is so me in the city yeah. compare it to use the team you did boston they uh-huh. tried it with Kyrie first with those young guys didn't work mm-hmm. then, they, then they went with the two guys developing on their own they get to a finals oh no, you they- remember they had your boy i can't remember his name you know i'm bad with names uh charlotte hornets um uh, uh rosier yeah down tried another iteration with that then that rosier it was uh yeah. who did you say huh what's that Tip- that rosier the one that just got out the lead uh, I never remember this dude. Name. You're talking like, about started, like all-time point guard. Oh, good God, man! What the UConn? Kimba, Kimba Walker. Yeah, they yeah, did the Kimba Walker. You're right. I, all the different iterations of yeah. Boston we've seen with Tatum and Brown before. You know, you finally get something yeah. back. With Jaron, with Ja, and with Bain, your window is open and it's not closing. Oh, wow. This is not going to be OKC in the sense that they didn't want to go into the luxury tax. And so eventually they got off of Harden. They said, Harden, no, yeah. do it. you've got Rob Apera who has literally raised his hand and says, I'm willing to do it. It's right. like, we might see a couple different iterations before the Grizzlies get it right. But as right. long as you have the two, three saying open. And so there is no rush to go in there and make a, a yeah. move. I still think Minnesota, that move is probably going to end up costing them in the end. Although I think that now that they've sort of given it to Anthony Edwards, that they might be pointing around. But my point is don't make a move like that now right. with these guys. Look how, look, how dumb that, look how dumb that Minnesota move looks now. No question. When you've done all that, you're still not even being mentioned amongst the teams like exactly. Memphis, 
Phoenix, Lakers, the Lakers. I'm tired of the Lakers up too. That's the, the team is still bad. But, but anyway, it, you you can be Minnesota who traded all that those assets away and you still have anything to really show for it. So like mm-hmm. I said, I I'm not I'm not upset. I would have loved to have gotten one more guy. Sure. We'll talk about that too because we'll talk about the bio market. I want I wanted to get one more guy. If I could just show up that bench with one more dude, I would have felt a lot better today. But making that one change where your Zaire Williams, your John Conchars, your David Rodies, your Jake Larabias, those guys do not have to play playoff minutes. Give me some uh, 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 Luke Kennard minutes any day over those dudes. And Danny Green, God bless you. My bow-legged baby walking dude. Uh, I, you got man couldn't get out of here fast enough for you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, man, he got his chance to show them whether or not oh, he that man, He ain't ready, man. I was, he might be, by the time the playoffs start, he's going to sign with somebody. He'll probably go to Phoenix. He might get up with LeBron and them again. Like, is Duck, is, has he always been walk bow legged like that? I think so. He's always had that. that okay, cool. Bet. All right. <laughs> man, that man just got crippled in his mother. No, they didn't give up anything for Luke in the long haul. Yeah. I'm at three second rounders and Danny Green. Right. So, and then yeah. having him under control the next couple of years, I think. Yeah, you know, I'm down. I'm down with all that. We're, we're both in the same boat there that we, we Let, Let's get tires to find that man for some good looks, man. That's all it takes. Yeah. Yeah. And, he, um, and this one will knock him down. Yeah. And speaking of the buyout market, uh, I hate to be, I hate to be, I hate when like uh, nostalgia saying creeps up on reality saying sometimes. And there's two guys in the buyout market, and you know who I'm about to say. Both have Memphis ties. I'm like, just go, just go get. Especially one of them, man. And the people I'm talking about are Will Barton. Darrell talks that the Washington Wizards will be buying him out. He's a hometown guy from that area. They're about to buy him out. But Will Barton, I know a second home that would love to have you. I would love to have you. I don't even know if you fit the, the Grizzlies' philosophy. I don't know if you fit their scheme. But some good thrillium, William, thrill I am, Will, whatever you want to call him. Will the thrill, whatever you want to call him. Come on, man. Come on now. Smith, do you do you feel the magic? I mean, I do. I, I covered Will in Memphis. I love him to death. He's thirty two hey. years old now. They kind of raised you out thirty. Will's thirty two years. <laughs> it made me feel so old. He's been in the league a long time, and and it has not gone well for him uh, with the with the Wizards. And so, yeah. um, no, I, I listen from nostalgia purposes. Oh, yeah, no. it'd be great. And the guy, the, you know, you know, a couple of years ago, he's he's playing well for. For the Nuggets. I mean, yeah. you know, 17, I think it was, or somewhere yeah. around there. And so we're not far removed from Will Barton playing really good basketball that you figure could really help that second unit. That said, saying I don't know, you know, timeline-wise, if he if he fits, you know, if you bring Will Barton in on top of Kennard, yeah. are you just totally saying we're not playing rookies anymore this year? While I mean, you and I might be fine with that, you know, front office is probably thinking the whole thing. Like, does that just mean you're sitting Zaire and – the Roddies of the world for the, you know, for the critical minutes for the rest of the way. Maybe it would. Uh, some of us would be fine with that because it being you'd look a little bit better right now. But he probably just doesn't fit. As much as I'd love to see it, love to see Will back in Memphis in that FedEx form. I just wonder oh, about man. the timeline with his age saying it's just so different than what they're doing, that age, yeah. being 32. But here's the thing, though, man. If you're going to be a contender, you're constantly going to be revolving certain guys around your stars. Like, that's that's the next wave for the Grizzlies. And that's what gets kind of frustrated. And you know, good friend Peter Evanston was talking about this on Twitter too. Like it's it's kind of easy to like identify your talent and like gather assets and like okay, okay, these guys are those dudes. 
But then you have to figure out what are you doing with the rest of these guys? What are you doing with the rest of those spots? You're not going to have this – you're not going to create this get-along gang of talent that, like, you draft all these guys and they're always together forever. Certain guys are going to have to fall off. Yeah, I'm that. saying that because we've never seen that done before. But – and these guys may very well think that, that you can do that. But I don't think everybody has to be around the same age on this team. I think you're going to get to the point where you're going to be revolving role players around those three stars, man. And I think other guys like, you know, your Santis, they may evolve and turn into something, BC, whatever you're doing. I, I just don't think all these guys are going to be here forever. I mean, I don't think we're going to just have this massive 15-player jersey retirement coming in, in, in 10 years. You know what I mean? So um, I don't I don't, I don't, don't really buy into that. Like, And so I, I wouldn't mind seeing a guy like Will here to serve a role uh, for a minute. Another name I'm looking at, of course, is Thad Young. I don't care what y'all say. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I've been wanting Thad Young on this roster all my adult life, seems like. Um, and I wouldn't mind seeing um, some Thaddeus Young. And I'm going to tell you why, man. This team needs its – this team really needs like a – like a OG. Yeah. And Thad being from Memphis adds a whole nother spin to that OG thing. It does. You know what I mean? Like I don't think he I don't think he could or should play much. But if you get that on this roster, I think he's a guy that guys could will kind of cause we saw him get up in the young guys' faces in Toronto. You know what I mean? Like, and I think I think he really could help this team as far as maturity and actually being from this I, area. I, you know I think I spot on. I, I and I brought this up before. Zach Levine, when he was playing with the Bulls, said Thaddeus Jones was the MVP of the team. Because of what he did in the locker room, yeah. what he did for him, just in terms of unlocking and trying to help, you know, Zach's basketball IQ. He's a super. A lot of people don't know this. Like Daddy Young is one of the most professional dudes in the league, man. Like, oh, for real. bro, he's yeah. the kind of pro want to be like that. Yeah. And so, just having that kind of influence around this young team, and then everything else. It's weird. I, his wife tweeted out a stat this year about, uh, you know, Toronto using him as a big. And how, in terms of forcing turnovers, like he's up there with the league leader. Yeah. Like, there are still things he does that help you win ball games, small things, but that he does them yeah. exceptionally well. And the other thing he would do exceptionally well, to your point, saying is sort of counsel and 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 throw on you and talk about seasoning that professional seasoning on what's yeah. otherwise a pretty yeah, young. Man. Hey, man, we don't need to be doing all that. We don't need this. Hey, well, let's just get back to work. That's that kind of He's not like oh, Danny Green, oh, sir. Oh, Danny Green was a oh, former oh. champion. Danny Green yeah. was a former champion, all those things, you know, legend, legendary guy, whatever. He was a cornball. You know I, mean? I, I see your point there about the yeah. difference between the two. There, and plus, to your point, because it's Memphis, there's a reverence with Thad. He's got the Nike sponsored, you know, AAU team here in town. Like you yeah. said, there's already reverence with him and zero cornball. You know, when yeah. Thad Young talks to you, I mean, all these young guys in the league, they, they sit up and listen. Uh, Cause there's so much respect for what he's done. Who, who we getting rid of? Man? Who we, we getting real and that man? Who we getting about this roster, man? John Conchai, you getting the hell about it? Who else? John's got to go. I mean, Luke, Luke <laughs> is pretty much solidified that you got a better you got a better John Conchai or Luke and Arm. That's what John wants to be. I mean, that's not so. There's right. no need for that. Well, so we, we got we got our white boy shooters. We don't need we don't need a rave either, right? Man, we getting you about here too, man. No, we getting you about here, man. Give me Thad and give me uh give me Will Barton. We we rolling. Just let, let, let that be our OG. Our I team was going on based on what I'd seen. I'd agree with you on LaRavia. Of course, that was their highest pick, though. And you figure with him and Zaire, there's a little bit more yeah, of a, they're not, they're not gonna move that of a hope that those two come through, especially with him and Zaire. 
Uh, Roddy's shown the most out of them guys to me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Roddy Roddy got some. Yeah. I mean, I like the way he's played. He's brought a toughness, that football mentality, knockdown shots, you know, at a better clip than certainly started. All that said, I would move one of them uh, in in addition to Conchar to get get Thad and Will Barton. Barton. If I had to choose between the two, for all those reasons, I'd still take Thad because I just think. Yeah, I think are you, I you. I won't just talk about something to Thad just because he could really be that dude, bro. And he he would really and and I you know you you know I've got a relationship with him. Covered him in yeah. high school all the way through, and Maybe I told him about it. Like, like, can at some point during your career, can you get here to Memphis? And yeah. man, he's helped every franchise he's been with, and it, yeah. it'd be nothing but the same. And, here. And doesn't he deserve a playoff run, man? I don't. Even, I don't. Yeah. Remember, I have no memories of that. He's been in the playoffs, bro. The last the time Indiana, a couple times. Yeah. I don't think I, I want to tell you he's on chance like once, if that, if yeah, he's won man. a playoff series. He, so he deserves it, man. Get get the man in the Grizz uniform. Man, I like I like that you brought up that because because that yeah. it, it, it'd be awesome to have. You know, call him, man. Call, call, get, yeah, get that on the phone. Tell him to call Zach Kleiman. I, I got his number. We'll do it. We'll get it done. <laughs> I wish I did have Zach Kleiman number. That man put a put a, a restraining order on my ass today. For all, for all that all that hollering you was doing this week, uh, I was going off, man, for sure.